All right, everyone. Hope you brought your geek because it's time to get it on. All right, triathletes, it's going to be a very different uh, version of Get Your Geek On. Uh, the show will officially start uh, in a few minutes, but uh, um, you, you'll see what happened. Uh, the Kahuna got in a little accident, and um, uh, the show is originally des- designed to be sort of the Kahuna's great adventure at Temecula Xterra Race, and it didn't quite happen. Um, so you could, it will, we won't leave a mystery. I got in a pretty ni- nice accident. But anyway, I've got... Um, Iron Will on the line. I was going to do this solo, but um, I really missed her, and um, and and we need your voice in there. So, um, one, how are you doing today? I'm I'm doing okay. I'm doing a lot better now that I know you're alive. <laughs> oh gosh! Had um, that... it was scary, wasn't it? <sighs> yeah, you're you're um you totally violated your your geek on contract, by the way. So you don't know the tap dancing I had to do with the lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I have a, I have that Lloyd's of London insurance for my um, my <laughs> voice, and uh, um, but basically you'll hear what happened. But basically, um, I flew off a mountain, and that's not good to do. And I think I think this show's going to be really weird because um, I recorded it. I recorded, you know, maybe. I don't know the, the last third of it while I was had a concussion, so it's gonna be. Oh. It's, it's gonna be. I was driving home. I was. I was like at one point. I'm like, I'm going to the emergency room. I think I broke my neck. Then I'm not going. I'm not going to the emergency room. I'm just being a baby. Um, so. Um, well, oh, I just, I, I just. You're officially banned from all Xterra racing. Period. I'm putting my foot down. You know, I, I, I don't. Um, I don't. I don't want to be a baby, but I don't disagree. Um, there's something about hitting your head. I must have been going. I mean, with with the fall and going downhill, I was probably going at least 20 miles an hour. And the first thing that I hit was a boulder with the front of my head. Oh. <laughs> and it just. And luckily, I just closed my eyes. I was just like, you know what? I'm dead. Um, Oh. And um, I thought last thoughts were this would make this will be great for the podcast because I've got my <laughs> I had my uh, recorded my pre-recorded deal and um, they'll find it on my body. And we have to play it at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> so that was yeah that was um, God yeah oh. that, that was crazy and so then um, well you'll you'll hear it but I just you know I hit and it was just like someone had um taken a sledgehammer to my helmet it was just i I didn't even know where I hit it, it was just like this explosion of sound and then like the little stars and the everything else and I thought I'd, i my biggest fear um is always to be paralyzed I'd rather you know think I'd be dead than yeah. paralyzed and um so then i like <laughs> then I like move um try to move all my limbs and they were moving um barely um oh god I, I i can't even i you don't understand i read your like 
your whole description of the craziness with my mouth open the entire time going, why, you fool, are you typing? Go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to the hospital. But I did have to go home. I did have to go home from work yesterday um, early because I was, I just, I, I do think I had a little concussion. And so it was, um, I was having trouble, oh. um, you know, following things. And, and um, You need to leave that craziness to the bad boys out there and let them go and, and, do that. They and are. They are such bad boys. You are. You're. Um, I'm let's a, see. How do we? How a, are we going to put you? You're. You're South California pretty boy, <laughs> and <laughs> and and you know they don't. They don't do that kind of thing. You just. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they're you're, they're you're, uh, you're too fragile. I, I will. I will. That's really killing me. What you just said, but. Um, no, I don't mean like I don't, I don't mean like fragile as in like delicate. I mean like fragile as in you know your your commodity. So you're irreplaceable. You see how that works? I got it. I got it. Um, <laughs> I pulled that up pretty well, didn't I? Those guys are. Um, first of all, if you are single, there are um, more good-looking guys and gals at these these exterior races that, that you can believe. I mean, just it was like a. Uh, I don't know. Which is it, ironic because of all of the like crashing into trees and stuff that they do, but they don't come out looking like Rocky after seven rounds. I know. Well, maybe they're all new to it or something, and they're oh, all just. Oh my goodness! I've done Wildflower, which is supposed to be you know this super tough triathlon. It was nothing compared to this oh. race. I mean, I didn't even race it, but just doing the bike course, the bike course at Wildflower, which is supposed to be so hard, is maybe. I mean, it's like a baby course compared to this. <laughs> I was hiking the freaking... It wasn't even a bike ride. I was like... It was like a hike. I was hiking the bike up, like, hill after hill. And then and then when it came time to go down hills, the, some of the downhills were just too freaking steep. It's like... And these guys are racing these hills. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to get off. And well, especially after my handlebars broke and I had... You know, my head was bleeding and everything else. But... Uh, yeah, that'd be, a, that'd be a good time. It was so humbling. Know. I do have a question. Oh, I do have gosh. a question for you. Is um, oh, okay. I, I got a um, basically I came away with a hundred and twenty-five dollar T-shirt, but I never, oh. I never, <laughs> I never got to the starting line. So, um, do do you wear the T-shirt or you just give it away? Um, I think we should auction it. Oh actually. my God! Yeah, for a tri scholarship. I think so. I think that would be um, the thing to do. I think it should go up on eBay to the highest bidder. Okay, what's well, a very cool? Um, it's sort of a, um, and, uh, fittingly enough, it's sort of a clay-colored or dirt-colored. That's a little better than. It's like clay-colored shirt, extra large. We'll Pardon me. Right. We'll take a picture, right? Yeah, I'll take a picture, and people can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll do it on eBay. That'd be funny. Yeah, um, and uh, and it can be like the the shirt that Kahuna would have worn had he not about killed himself before the race started. <laughs> How about the shirt that uh, the Kahuna almost died for? Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's yeah, 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 yeah. To die for. There you. Go. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> okay. There you go. We'll put that up on uh, on the old eBay and leave it up for uh, like a week and see what people. Okay, okay let, me, let, me, let me change the subject for a second. Um, 
tell me about your 80 mile bike ride. Like, oh my god, my 80 mile bike ride. <laughs> well, well, let's see. Are you talking the the first one with the thunderstorm or the last one? I let's let's talk the last one. The last one. Okay, that was that was only 60 miles. Oh, 60 um, miles. Yeah, because I thought it was going to have to be 80 miles, but I looked at my schedule. Fortunately, right before <laughs> I left out. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and it was only a four hour ride, so I was like, oh cool. So, because um, I was really scared of that eight miles again, so I was like, sixty, I can do sixty. I am telling you, there were never headwinds like the headwinds that were on that course. And you know what's really funny is every single time the way out is wonderful and perfect, and I'm like singing and stuff. Uh-huh. And then on the way back, man, it's always, always horrible. And I'm telling you, I almost, like, caved. It was every five minutes for a while there, I was like, just get the phone and call for a ride. Just get the phone and get the crap out of here. Just get the phone, just get the phone. And it was like a battle. And uh, I just, oh, it, I I really, I really almost, it's scary to be that close to giving up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh Yeah. But they were horrible. I, I like, crashed my my bike, and it wasn't even, like, a cool crash that I could be proud of like yours. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was, like, the dumbest crash. It was for some reason I, like, I super braked on my left and totally, like, <laughs> my, <laughs> totally crashed in front of all the cows, and it was horrible. I swear they were laughing at me. But, uh, yeah, it was just insult, insult to injury. And I got all scraped up and like, spilled my drink everywhere, and... Um, couldn't get cut down in time, you know, to, to you know, not fall. And um, then I had to turn around and ride all the way back in, like, the headwinds, and it was just, ugh, it was just a bad time, let me tell you what. But I made it, so. <laughs> well, that's good. You're, you're, you're right on schedule for your Ironman, aren't you? Um, I think I still have a little catching up to do, but um, swim is coming along, the bike is coming along, and the run uh, after that 60-mile ride, I was like, man, I'm running now? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think it's just because it was like a horrible, um, just a hor- oh, just, I was like 13 miles an hour on the flats. I couldn't believe it. I, I was just like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I think I think that what it's going to be like is like with Spielhead. Like the first time I rode that course, I was like, I suck. I'm never going to make it. And mm-hmm. the second time I rode the course, I was like, you know, maybe I can do it. Third time I rode the course, I was like, okay, I can do this, you know. So I think what's going to have to happen is I'm just going to have to like build up the different segments of miles and, you know, I'm going to have rides like 60, 80 miles that totally stink. And then, you know, after you do it a couple times, um, I think it's going to get better and better and better. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's good. That sounds good. Well, listen, I just I just want to check in. Actually, Will's on a um, cell phone from her work, uh, so she probably sounds yeah. a little <laughs> different. Um, but um, I want to check in with you and um, tell you I'm okay. And let I'm the, so glad. I was like calling and calling and calling. <laughs> Oh. And we'll let the, listen, we'll let the listeners, you, you do have your tri-life lesson coming up, but um, for the next, I don't know, I think it's maybe a half an hour or so, you're going to hear the um, kahuna getting <laughs> totally humbled by, I was so cocky going out there, I was like, oh, you know. Oh, oh man. Well, I'm so glad that you're okay, because I would have missed you terribly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
totally irreplaceable. Oh so. God. Okay. Well, um, we'll uh, we'll talk next week, and then we'll we'll actually start the show right <laughs> right now. So. Yeah. Um, let's hear about all of your uh, all of the carnage. All right. All right. I'll I'll see you later. Well. Okay. Bye bye. Triathletes, welcome to a special edition of Get Your Geek On, the podcast designed to get you all geeked up about the sports triathlon. I am the Tri Geek Kahuna, and I'm podcasting from the Interstate 15 freeway south. I'm going to Temecula. Iron Will, I'm sorry to report, is going to be on later on in the podcast with her tri-life lesson, but uh, you have me for now. This is going to be a podcast about my weekend in Temecula, doing the Xterra race, and um, uh, I've been on a mountain bike a total of three times, and now I'm racing, so I'm pretty sure it's going to be an interesting weekend. Uh, It's sunny right now in Southern California. It's probably uh, 75 degrees, but there's supposed to be rain tomorrow, which will make it even more interesting. I'm heading out to Temecula, which is about 60, 70, maybe 80 miles from my home in Orange County, and um, heading out there today, which is Saturday, to pick up my race stuff and also to maybe um, hook up with Melanie McQuaid uh, to talk to her for a little bit and to look at the course and maybe ride the course for a moment. Um, so we will see how it goes. I am uh, way nervous because I just I'm not very good at mountain biking, though I have. Um, totally loved it for the first three times I went out there and I just don't know these guys are really hardcore and you're racing on the same same trails as the pros and it's a two lap course I'm sure I'll be passed and and uh, pummeled by the pros as they go by me uh, on their second lap on my first lap and uh, the swim is is an easy lake swim though I hate lakes um, and worry about getting some sort of bug or parasite or something um, but uh, I think I'm going to go without a wetsuit. It's the uh, the temperature is 66 degrees. I think it just depends on how long. I haven't actually checked out how long the swim is. Um, but if it's a longer swim, maybe I'll wear a wetsuit. If it's a shorter swim, it's just too much of a hassle to to take it off. Um, and I've got my brother-in-law's bike. It's a Trek. Is it a stump jumper? I don't know. Trek something. You can tell how much I know, know about mountain bikes. But I got that on on uh, the roof of my car. Got the uh, the wheel in uh, the back. I actually had to buy a pair of bike gloves. I don't normally wear them. I like to sort of go old school, um, no gloves when I do my road bike. And I always like baseball players who bat with no batting gloves. I don't know. I just think it's kind of kind of cool to strip it all down. But um, in my mountain biking ride, you're gripping the you're gripping the um, handlebar so much that it really does cut off your um, your circulation. They get numb. You 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 press against all the nerves and stuff. So I've had to get out and get a pair of um, biking gloves. Which so that'll be the first time that I use them. Will be today, I guess, if I get out on the trails. And um, 
it, it, this Xterra is pretty cool because I, you know, I'm not spending the whole day out there, but they have a, um, the races are on Sunday, but then Saturday is just a, a whole bunch of expos, and um, you get to go out on the trails with the pros if you want, and um, there is seminars on you know, how to be a better um, Xterra triathlete. So it sounds like it's a pretty, pretty fun deal that... Um, doesn't, there's not as much participation like that in the um, just a regular on-road triathlon. So I'm, I'm curious about how that goes, um, and it'll just be an interesting weekend. I'm, I am uh, a little bit of trouble with Mrs. Kahuna because uh, not too much trouble, but it is a it is a fairly long ways out um, from the house. So I'm going to be gone today for most of the day, and then. Sunday um, for the morning or so, and um, but I wasn't. Go- I actually uh, she's cut me some slack because I was not gone during the wildfire weekend. I was supposed to be gone because, of course, I didn't sign up for the freaking race. So that's the deal today. I'm going to be checking in um, as I go. Um, as my day goes along and then at the race and after the race so I'm glad you can join me and and follow along and hopefully this will be uh, this will be fun and interesting and quite the adventure so this is Akuna uh, for now saying over and out Okay, I'm pulling into the, uh, I'm very near where the site of the race is, and things aren't looking that good. It's it's um, hotter than heck. It's kind of out in the desert here, um, and it, this place is surrounded by really high hills, steep, high hills. Um, so, oh my God, this is going to be interesting. What have I done? Oh yeah, and it's really windy too. Uh, so, hot, windy, though it may rain, and um, super steep hills all around me. Uh, and these steep trails next to, we're in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's uh, in the middle of nowhere. So, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sign off because I gotta pull in. Okay, bye. No, I don't have to go. Um, anyway, it's a single lane or you know two lane road um, through these hills, these mountains. Now I'm dropping down into um, what looks like the um, side of the race, and um, oh my God, what have I done? All right, I'll um, I'll be in touch. See you, bye. All right, I'm here with Melody McQuaid, uh, world champion triathlete and woman who got me here. And I'm about to kill her because I'm looking at this uh, hill that goes straight up for the bike. And that's no problem, though, right, for for me? You, if you can't get up the hill, you can always push your bike, right? So you're going to make it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll make it, I guess. Um, so, so what do you? This is a great vibe out here. What do you love about uh, Xterra? You know, the thing that's so great about Xterra is that it's a very competitive sport where there's money on the line and there's a lot of people that really want to win this event. But before the race and after the race, we're a family. It's like super cool and laid back and fun. And then on race day, everyone tightens up the game for like you know two and a half, three hours, get her done, and then after everyone's friends again and it's happy. And 
and family time. So it's just there there isn't the kind of um, you know uptight attitude. I think all of the pros are much more laid back and and not so full of themselves maybe. So I, I think that's what's so great is that everybody here just knows you're only as good as your last race. We're all here just to have fun. At the end of the day, it's it's a race, you know. It's not like anything really life-changing or that important. It's something that's really fun, and we're all just sharing a pretty sweet lifestyle. That's everybody but Jamie Whitmore, right? Um, before the race, maybe it's a new year and a new attitude, so I'm not going to comment on that today. <laughs> okay, now do you, do you make a prediction for the race tomorrow? Yeah, you know, I think that barring any mechanical failure, I think that I might start the season off exactly right. So you're predicting to win? I think I'm going to win. And then are you going to be at the finish line for me? I'll be waiting for you. I Like, even if there is no finish line left, <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be looking for you. Well, you can take a shower, get something to eat, maybe get a chair and uh, sit down. Yeah, I can do a couple more laps and then head out and, and finish it up with you. Yeah, you can run out there. And, yeah, that'd be great. I'll, I'll be just finishing the bike when you get in. So. <laughs> if I stay on the bike, I'll, I'll give you some good words of encouragement. All right. Well, um, we'll see you out there, and we'll talk to you after the race, all right? Absolutely. All right, I met uh, Amelia out here. Amelia is uh, from Seal Beach and a uh, sometimes contributor to the, the blog right, and comments. And um, she is doing her first um, Xterra race, though she is a mountain biker. She has a big advantage, I think. But she's a little worried about the swim. So tell me, tell me how you got into the uh, sport of triathlon. You know, I actually was just thinking about it, and I started downloading podcasts, if you can believe it, and Simply Stu and you guys, Try Geek Dreams, and so that's how I started listening to it more, and I, I was nervous about the swim, so I joined a master swim cl- club to work on my swim, and then it seemed more doable. Once I could swim 500 yards, I thought, okay, now I think I can enter a race. <laughs> And that was it. I just always wanted to try it. So are you, uh, what's your frame of mind? We've got uh, less than 24 hours. Are you nervous? Are you excited? Are you all those things? What's going through your head? Nervous, excited, very excited. It's exciting to finally be here and see all the booths and see everybody, line, you know, seeing the other events going on and meeting the pros. And if you kind of feel like you're in your element, but I still kind of feel like a poser because I haven't even done a triathlon yet. <laughs> this is really it. I mean, I've done the Simply Stew virtual triathlon, but this is my first real foray into it. So tomorrow I'll be able to say I'm a triathlete. And so I'm excited about that, but I am scared, scared about the swim. Oh, that'll be over the crowd, you know. That'll be over shortly. Now you, um, you met the pros are pretty nice, aren't they? They're very nice, and I definitely learned quite a few things. I learned a lot about tire treads today, experimenting with different tra- tire treads, trying out different tires, and the advantages of you know, thickness of tires and and uh, the weight, psi, and all that. So it's definitely given me a lot to think about. It's almost too much. I mean, they they, they have that whole thing down to a to a science. My head's spinning. I don't know what I'm gonna do uh, tomorrow. Um, so, uh, what's your plan for the season after this? I'm gonna be doing Danskin with the Tridivas in June. I've been training with them, and I'm gonna be doing. Where's that race? That race is in San Dimas, California, and I'm gonna be doing the Camp Pendleton International Triathlon. I think it's July 15th. And that's my first Olympic distance. Well, everything's my first, right? <laughs> and that's the first one in the ocean. Yeah, that's going to be the first one in the ocean. And I had a, an experience of my first swim in the ocean a couple of days ago, and 
suffice it to say it's going to be a long, long road to Kona <laughs> because I, I could barely get a few strokes in without worrying about, you know, there were two to three foot swells, but they looked like Mount Everest coming at me, and I don't know how to swim in the ocean, and gosh, it tastes salty, so it's definitely going to have, I'm going to need some help on that area. <laughs> yeah, the ocean is salty, and, and you're from uh, Massachusetts, so um, you know virtually nothing about the ocean. I mean, I used, I, used to, I used to sail, believe it or not, but I never really swim in deep waves or anything like that, so it's all kind of new to me, but it's about time. I live in Seal Beach. I'm like, you know, it's right there. <laughs> I should be taking advantage of it. Now, did you have a vacation home on uh, on the Cape? Yes, I did. Well, yeah. You did? Yeah. Well, we used to rent a place. We used to rent a place once a month, for a month every summer, and and uh, we're actually going back there, a little town, a very small town where there's nothing but a general store, and we're going to go back to that town this summer. And uh, maybe I'll work on my swimming some more there, too. <laughs> How about Martha's Vineyard? Have you been there? It's my favorite place on earth. It is? Yes. Did you ever see James Taylor there? Uh, no, but you, you, you're pretty much guaranteed of hearing his music in any store you go in. Yeah. And Carly Simon. Yeah. Yeah, it's my favorite place. Very cool. Well, I'm going to... Um, what are you doing for the rest of the day? I'm going to go to this swim clinic so I can get good and psyched out and see how far away the buoys are. And... Um, it would help if somebody told me how to turn. I haven't figured that out yet. I've only had a you know flip turn, not flip turns. I'm not. I'm like robots too. I can't do flip turns, but you generally don't do flip turns in the lake. Uh, the turns are easy. You just you're gonna do it. You don't have to practice turn. I'm not, yeah. There, no, no. It'll just happen. It'll just happen. Yeah. So you're gonna go to the swim clinic, and then you're camping out here, right? I'm actually staying in a hotel down the street. Oh, you are. Oh, you're cheating. I don't have camping gear. I hate camping, so that's that's. I would have to sleep in the back of my car like a homeless woman if I did that. I I, I don't know how to do that, so. I should have stayed in a hotel, but I I drove down here and get drive back and then. <laughs> it's a good thing your race is at 10:30. I know. I didn't know how uh, far it is. Is my race at 10:30? No. I think we go. Really? Mine's at eight. I have to look at my schedule. I'm in the old guys. It's like 45 and over. It's very depressing. I just want to say also a big hello to Iron Will because she's my inspiration. And really? I go on her side a lot and I'm like, she's so good. Look what she eats. Look what she's drinking. What she did today. I think she yeah. lies about what she eats. I think. I'd like to think that those sesame seeds were like covered with chocolate and Trader <laughs> Joe's or something, you know? So. We'll have to get you on uh, with Iron Will because she's... Um, I love her. I love her. Yeah, and Curly Sue, and just hearing all these stories, it makes me feel like I'm part of this subculture, even though I haven't even done one yet. That's what I've really enjoyed about the podcast is, you know. Well, it'll be nice tomorrow at, um, I don't know, around noon or so, you can, you'll be a triathlete, so you'll be um, officially part of it. I think, go find a beer. <laughs> all right, well, we're going we're gonna, to uh, catch up with you after the race to see how you did. Okay, thank you. All right, good luck. Good luck to you. All right. Um, I hope this is entertaining for you because uh, this has been a very rough day for the Kahuna. Uh, I went to check out the bike course. I think it's nine miles, and we're going to do double. Um, we'll do it twice. Um, twice tomorrow. Tomorrow for the race. And uh, no kidding, um, the course is incredibly difficult. And not just in a physical sense, but it's it's dangerous. Um, I don't know, man. These Xterra people are freaking nuts. I um, they're they're really steep uphill, steep downhills, um, really steep downhills. I had to hike my bike up um, 
probably five or six uh, steep patches, um, and some of them are probably like a half a mile long. Um, but here's the news. Um, and if I'm not making sense, it's because I had a pretty bad bike accident out there. Um, I, I reached the kind of the top of the course, which is which is really high. I mean, there's a reason why I guess it's called mountain biking. I mean, you, you go really high up in the mountains or the hills. Um, so I'm at the top, and I'm starting to go down. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly fearless going down, which is sort of stupid, I guess. Um, but I'm going down, and it looks like there's... I didn't even see the corner. Um, so I'm going down pretty fast, and all of a sudden there's a corner on my that goes it turns left saw it at the last minute there's a big rock on the right and then there's a drop off of I don't know somewhere probably between six to ten feet and then there is a, another bed of rocks down there like um, boulders small boulders and there is no way in hell I could make the turn I could see, try to stop nothing I mean I was just screwed from the moment I saw it and so I went flying off the um, flying off that rock and I just thought I was dead it was just like you know what I'm dead and this is the stupidest thing I've ever done doing a Xterra and I am dead and so you know like when you get in a bad accident everything goes in slow motion so that's what it was like it was just sort of the slow motion um, fall and I don't know exactly I must have landed um, right on the crown of my head because my um, I just I felt a um, just a bam just like seeing it really seen stars and a huge sound as my helmet hit the rocks um, I'm sure I would be dead without the helmet and then my glasses and the front of my helmet just dug into my forehead and the little bridge thing across my nose and cut that and um, tore um, tore some skin off my hip and bruised it and weirdly it was sort of on the sh- on my shin immediately I had a I don't know if it's a contusion or what, what I don't know what it is but I had a bump the size of and shape really of an avocado and so I'm sitting there in this rock pile this boulder pile you know six to ten feet off the or away from the um away from the course and by the way I was the last person out on the course today so um, there was going to be no help coming to get me and I was I was right at the kind of the halfway point of this of this loop so I didn't know what the hell I was going to do because my head was just like I had stars I was trying to figure out you know am I paralyzed am I bleeding uh, did I break something my shoulder is just killing me and um, so I sat there for a couple minutes sort of collected my thoughts and then um, started to get up because I started to worry about rattlesnakes and stuff uh, and kind of got back up and I was in shock I was shaking 
and um, just wondered how the hell I was going to get back. But one of the things I was worried about was I need. I, I felt like I needed to get back before I really started hurting because I was in shock, and I figured, it, you know, if I'm in shock, maybe my elbow's killing me too. It's it's um it's all purple, and I'm just looking at my. I'm in the car driving um, home. Uh, with a huge freaking headache. Um, so I got up and pulled my bike up and um, checked it out. The chain had come off, but it wasn't broken. And uh, But I had broken my hand. Oh, my neck kills too. Oh, my God. Um, but my, my, uh, I broke my handle, handlebars um, off on the right-hand side. So... I um, said, well, you know, I gotta, I gotta get back somehow. So I just started to, I put the chain back on and just started to, to go. And any time there was any kind of um, semi-steep downhill, I just got off my bike and walked it. Cause I, the, between the broken handlebar and my lack of skill on the mountain bike and my dizzy spinning head. There's no freaking way I was going to make it. So I was walking down the downhills. I was walking up the uphills. And um, luckily I was more or less at the at the top elevation. So I was able to... Uh, it wasn't as... It wasn't um, like I had to go up giant hills um, for the rest of the time. But at any rate... Um, I, I, the kahuna is, there's a saying that uh, whom the gods wish to humble, they first raise up. And uh, I think it was really, and I know um, some of you probably could have, or actually a few of you already told me this before, but uh, I don't think you go out and do a um, Xterra Western Championship course in the mountain bike when you've only been mountain biking three times um, it's just really um, arrogant to think you're going to be able to do that and the course is uh, course is, is really really tough and they, they, they were saying that it wasn't even that tough of a course but I mean you're going down um, some incredibly steep bumpy uh, um, descents uh, and you know, you're going up these, you know, seems like straight up these hills, and it's just, um, man, I mean, it's it's, it's a whole different. It, you know, it's kind of like if you, if you haven't done it, um, it, it's sort of like downhill skiing. Um, it's really fun, really thrilling, but uh, um, you know, it, I think what I was doing was. Um, I was a novice skier going down a diamond, black diamond run. Um, so, I, I, good news is I, I didn't break any bones. Um, I did break my brother-in-law's bike, which I'm going to have to freaking pay for. Um, but I think I got off pretty cheap. Um, there's no way I can race tomorrow. Um, and um, so, I will have to figure out how Melody and... Um, Melanie and um, Amelia did in the race, um, and I'll report back to you later in this tape. Um, right now, I'm going to walk into a Starbucks, get a 
hot chocolate, which I heard is some sort of recovery drink. I, I think it might be kind of BS, but I like hot chocolate, so I'm going to do that, and then um, I'll give you a th- few more thoughts. All right, uh, this is the Injured and Humbled Kahuna. Sign off for now. All right, I'm done with my um, <clears throat> delicious hot chocolate from Starbucks. Um, I'm starting to feel worse and worse. I still got about 50 more miles to go before I'm home. Uh, but I got to say that I'm glad my handlebars broke on my bike because um, the first thing I thought of is, I mean, first thing I thought of was, was I dead? Second thing was, um, is my bike can I get back um, somehow so the vultures don't come and pick my bones clean? And then third, uh, how do I how do I race uh, tomorrow? And my neck feels like someone just stuck like two metal rods down both sides of my neck by my ears. Um, my left shoulder is uh, very sore. And my shin is, um, that thing is still kind of growing on it. Uh, and my hip hurts. And I've got some nice cuts on my nose and bruises on my forehead. But being the, um, you know, I was totally overmatched by the course. I mean, let's be honest. I, it, it, I would probably need to train for about six months before I am ready for that course or course like that. But I was still thinking, you know, maybe I could go. Uh, maybe I can do it. And so as, as I was riding, it was it, it, my um, the handlebar was like totally floppy, and I thought, oh my God, maybe the um, I don't know, maybe the you know where the grips are maybe they'll slid out and so they're it's like hanging out and then I realized that that the right side of the handlebar was broken so I figured that's probably not a good way to race and that gets me off the hook for racing but I, I think even if the handlebar was fine uh, I think I had the maturity of um, not doing the race tomorrow being a injured B completely overmatched by the course um, and Siege you know trying to keep my body together for Ironman Florida I, I really feel fortunate right now that I didn't um, break a collarbone as predicted by Trimama and some others or my shoulder or some hideous gash across my um, handsome forehead um, uh, I just I feel really fortunate I did learn a, a number of things today one uh, no particular order Xterra is uh, it's a very cool vibe uh, it's it's more intimate than regular triathlon races uh, the pros are you know it's, it feels like a family um, with them they're all they're all uh, most of, mostly are pretty fond of each other, like to kid each other, and are totally um, open and ready to talk to anybody. I mean, they're real ambassadors for the sport. So there was a sort of everything you want to know about Xterra, but we're afraid to ask seminar with uh, four Xterra pros, including uh, Melody, Melanie, sorry, my mind's messed up. And, uh, and they were just taking questions like, you know, 
really kind of Dick and Jane questions about Xterra, which, you know, I ask a few, and other people ask a few, and they were just, you know, it's, it's like, it'd be like the, um, I don't know, the, you know, someone from the L.A. Lakers or the, oh, i got to get that phone. I'll, uh, I'll get back to you. All right, that was uh, Robo Sue on the phone. Um, told him about the accident. Told him I basically am wearing right now a $125 T-shirt since I'm not going to do the race. And he uh, he pointed out that I really don't deserve to do the, wear the T-shirt because I didn't finish the race, which I, I have a little bit of argument because I think if I started the race and dropped out for whatever reason, um, I think that uh, I would agree with him, but I think sailing off the side of a mountain and um, getting injured somehow deserves some sort of special compensation, dispensation to um, to wear this shirt. So we'll have a some sort of pull up on Tri Geek Dreams, um, and uh, um, so we'll see. So I'm wearing it right now just because it's the only. The other shirt was completely uh, caked in uh, dirt and blood and everything else, so I'm wearing it um, out of necessity. Um, let's see what else. Uh, it was it was kind of interesting. I was uh, um, I was a minor celebrity when I when I walked in there. Um, Amelia, who you heard early in the broadcast, uh, I was walking by and she goes, "Hey, are you the Kahuna?" Which was uh, <laughs> always freaks me out when someone says that, but I said yes, I am, and uh, so we got to talking. And then um, when Melanie introduced me to her boyfriend um, Ross, I think his name is, he, uh, she goes, Ross, this is the Kahuna. <laughs> so the Kahuna legend um, grows. Um, so tomorrow, instead of racing, I believe I will be. Laying in bed um, with um, plenty of aches and pains, and um, and grateful that there aren't any more. And as Robosu says, um, don't do anything more to jeopardize Florida 2006, which I totally agree with. So my. Um, now the reason why I did this Xterra, um, besides just is sort of a new adventure, is because um, as many men do, I was um, I was led into it by a a woman, uh, and when I uh, when I saw or when I when I interviewed Melanie McQuaid on January, she's like, oh, you gotta do you know Xterra, you gotta be there, you gotta do this, and you know you don't. Don't want to disappoint uh, the world champion, so I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it." And uh, it just um, was just a stupid thing. So, any rate, I hope you enjoyed my adventure. Uh, I think we'll try to follow up with a phone call both to Melanie and to Amelia to see how they did. So hopefully we can get a hold of them in time for um, this podcast. I guess you'll find out as you listen. And uh, we got Will's Tri-Life lesson coming up. And um, I hope you and I hope you uh, 
enjoyed this this uh, odd special edition of Get Your Geek On um, and learn some lessons like uh, be humble, um, don't be stupid, uh, and kind of the Darwinian theory of evolution that holds true that if, you, if you're uh, really stupid and put yourself out on a course that you're not ready to do, um, you know, nature has a way of taking care of you and uh, <laughs> that was my, my fate. So uh, learn a lesson from the kahuna and I'm glad I'm talking to you because it means I'm still alive and I'm a little loopy as I'm driving uh, the, the traffic just to make my day worse there's, there's got to be some sort of major um, road closure on this freeway because I'm, I'm going maybe one mile an hour for the last like 10, 10 miles um, so I'm not going to be home too soon um, and, and I can see the um, bruises emerging on my forehead so I must have hit my forehead pretty good I'm going to have to get a new oh man if I turn my neck it kills I'm going to have to get a new helmet I, um, because I just smacked it so god dang hard um, that uh, I read some place or I don't know where I, I I don't know. I read it someplace that uh, if you get in an accident with your helmet, you need to get a new one because it may be structurally weak. But um, God, thank God for the goddamn helmets because that was uh, oh, my head just would have been like a melon split open. Um, and even with the helmet, it's you know bruises and and uh, neck aches and ah oh, God. Um, all right, so I will um, finish this up either with, uh, somehow, with either um, interview with, um, uh, God, I'm sorry, I'm about to um, totally space out, interview with uh, Melanie or an interview with um, Amelia or both, and um, probably get Iron Will on the line to um, chat a little bit, and uh that is it. So this is the Trike Kahuna from going north at about one mile an hour on I-15 towards um, L.A. If um, in really on the way to uh, to Las Vegas, if I kept going in a certain direction. But um, I don't think I should go to Las Vegas right now and, and tempt fate even more. Uh, so this is the Kahuna saying over and out. Okay. My neck is hurting so much that I'm actually going to go to the emergency room just to make sure I didn't break it. Um, it is just killing me. Anytime I turn it, I don't want to turn it in case it's broken. So I don't think it's broken, but that'd be a really dumb mistake if I had a broken neck and didn't go and then turned it and um, got paralyzed. So um, I'm on my way to the hospital. Um, I hope you're all enjoying this show because uh, I am not. Um, so I will call you um, after I sit for hours in the emergency uh, room waiting for a doctor to x-ray me. Okay, thanks. Bye. All right. <clears throat> Here's the latest. I'm not going to go to the hospital. Um, I just think i got a really sore neck. Uh, it's Saturday night, so it's going to be a million hours. And... Um, uh, I rode for, you know, five miles or whatever after I did this. Uh, I think I would have been paralyzed by now. So I'm going to go home, put some ice on my neck, uh, have a pizza, maybe a beer or two, and uh, 
go to sleep. So we will continue this Get Your Geek On podcast uh, tomorrow or um, or Monday. Okay, bye. All right, this is the uh, Trigi Kahuna, and I'm with the wonderful Amelia, who is a triathlete. Finally. Congratulations. Thank you. You did what the Kahuna could not do, which is complete the Temecula Xterra race. It wasn't easy. It was, I didn't expect it to be easy, but it was, it was definitely a little more than I thought it would be. T- tell me about your race. Let's see. Uh, from the the, mo- uh, the moment you got so you you you, you um, were in a hotel and you by Temecula. Uh huh. You got up early. I got there nice and early. I was one of the first people there to get my my arms stamped with these big official blocky numbers and. Uh, wasn't that and, cool? Yeah, it was neat. And I was talking to some more experienced triathletes, and that was kind of fun. And I. Uh, set up all my stuff and the transition area and I kind of took it all in and then a friend of mine, Jim, suggested that I get in the water early before before the start to get my body acclimated to the temperature. So mm-hmm. I made sure I did that because I didn't want to get all like a sudden drop in body temperature. I, was, I thought it might make me uptight. So right. I did that. So, and in fact, I did it a couple times just to be thorough because <laughs> I got there so early. And then. Uh, and hang on, hang on. What was your? Okay. Uh, what were your emotions? Was were you uh, scared to death? Were you excited? Were you? What were you? You know, I think I was probably more nervous, believe it or not, the day before. Uh huh. You know, it was such a beautiful day, beautiful morning, beautiful view, that it just felt like a great escape at first, and. And uh, just the excitement of it all, seeing people collecting by the uh, water. And uh, I remember the uh, athletes from the Challenged Athletes Foundation Mm -hmm. was there, and he was there with his prosthetic leg. And it was just kind of cool to see everybody greeting each other and taking it all in and and, uh, watching everybody's preparation and and then before the uh, race I was talking to another woman I said well you know I'm just going to let everybody go and I'm going to go off to the side I don't need to be in the fray and and this race director came over and he put his his hand on my shoulder and he said you know look you're not going to win this thing so you go get him on the bike (laughs) 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 and it just made me laugh and it kind of calmed me down for the for the for the race And and the swim was your big worry it was and (laughs) <laughs> rightfully so. Um, it was a little wavy, which uh-huh. surprised me. I didn't expect waves because it was such a calm lake. Right. And I guess it was a little windy, and the race director boats were circling, and I think they were making kind of a wake. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which <laughs> which was kind of freaking out the back of the pack people. Right, My right. Son, I, I wouldn't say I was panicked, but I wasn't, I'm just not real comfortable or experienced with open water swimming and I have a ways to go in that area so it's more like I don't know and then how was your trans- you, you got done and then how was your transition it was pretty fast yeah did you practice that was, beforehand yes I actually I work out with the Tridivas uh-huh. and we practice that every week oh you so, do wow yeah we have these mini brick workouts and 
it's a regular part of our routine. Oh my gosh! Well, women are good at changing clothes. <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got on the bike, and um, and uh, what was that like? Well, it's kind of it kind of reminds me a lot of the mountain biking rides I do, where you're you're going straight up out of the parking lot, and mm-hmm. uh, it was so steep that you have to push your bike in places. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not so strong. Most mountain bikers I know can't just go. It was a pretty steep incline. Right. You, you end up hiking your bike a little bit unless you're really, really, really fit. Right. <laughs> so, so I ended up having to do that in places. But it just, after a while, it just, it was just so, so much like a lot of mountain bike rides. I forgot I was, I don't want to say I forgot I was in a race. I knew I was in a race, but it seemed like it was more, more to do with myself than trying to catch the person ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was just a lot of climbing. It seemed like we get to the point where there was this dam, and then it was all straight up for about, I don't know, five miles. Yeah, yeah. It just went around and around, and just when you think you're at the top, it goes up even higher. And mm-hmm. and then there were a couple times where I thought, oh, no, i got to go up that. And then I got to the bottom, and there was an arrow turning right. And I was like, oh, thank God, I don't have to go up that one. you know. <laughs> but then there'd be another one right around the corner. So and and it was, sit, it was getting kind of hot. And you stayed on the course. Unlike the I stayed on the course, oh but I, I guess I'm a little less daring than the Kahuna. <laughs> <laughs> You're smarter than the Kahuna. <laughs> Maybe it's because I've already taken my spills before. I'm a little more guarded. Oh my but, god! Okay. Um, so you gl- are you glad you did the you did this the what's I did the sp- sport course, right? And even doing the sport course, I mean, I I I don't go mountain biking every week, but I go mountain biking probably a couple times a month and. Uh-huh. I would say that's still a pretty challenging trail. Oh my God. And all I could think of is, I can't imagine doing this twice. When I was hurting, all I could think of was, how's the Kahuna going to do this twice? <laughs> but I didn't know. It's like, I know you're training for Ironman, and I'm thinking, well, he must be pretty fit if he's training for Ironman. And I started thinking, I wonder how this compares to Wildflower. I wonder, he's always talking about Wildflower. I wonder what, because this seems pretty bad. I wonder how bad Wildflower is, oh my you know? God. Wildflower is a piece of cake compared to that freaking race. <laughs> Seriously, you you could do wildfire in a second if you could do that that uh, that course. So you got done, and you went you uh, you got done. And then by the time I was done with a mountain bike, I was I was so happy to see the transition. I was like trying to fight back tears because <laughs> I was just like, oh, I made it to this part. This could be a piece of cake just running. I mean, I knew it wouldn't be, right. but I thought, okay, you know, the worst of it's over. You know, the longest part of the race is over. Right, and then. Uh, the comical part about it, though, is that the the run is is straight up the same trail <laughs> <laughs> and and over another mountain. And uh, I was cramping up just a little bit for like the first quarter mile of the run, and then it mm-hmm. went away. And uh, it just seemed like like you were still climbing a lot. I mean, it was it was only a two and a half mile run in the grand scheme of things, but right. but I'd say. Uh, at least a mile and a half of it was climbing. And, and, and then, and then so we like, went down this little ridge, and there were yeah. some high school girls from Temecula that were saying, good job, keep going, you're <laughs> almost there, you got 1.3 to go, you just got to go up there and go over that ridge. I was like, that ridge? It's like, oh. yeah. So I go up the ridge, and then when you know it's really, really downhill, it was so steep, you, you really could have gone down on your tush, you know. It was that steep. I mean, it wasn't like it was an easy 
jog downhill. It was very steep, so it was kind of funny. Now, now tell but me, you're coming in, you're a new, um, uh, you're not even a triathlete yet, really, because you haven't finished your first race. What was it like no. in, when you're coming to the finish line? Um, again, I was feeling kind of emotional and happy, and uh, the Exeter people were just really wonderful. I mean, this woman greeted me, and she's like, oh, great job, we're so proud of you, welcome, you made it, you know, and just cold water right on the spot at the finish right, line, right. bottle of water right right in your hand right away, and uh, again, more volunteers just, you know, greeting you, so it was just kind of a nice, a nice thing, and then there was a Gatorade water tent right there where other finishers were, you know, collecting and refreshing and commiserating and you know, people are like, oh, take a seat right now. Here, here's my seat. You know, just people were really nice. I, 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 I really felt like it, the culture I've been hearing about through these podcasts. It was, it was everything that I was hoping for when I got there. Uh, so you're, uh, you're uh, totally stoked uh, for this uh, whole triathlon experience. I, I am. I'm looking forward to getting better. I mean, I like the lifestyle change of having to mix it up your workouts and. And try try different things. It's definitely it's I mean, it's just now it's kind of I don't I just kinda of want to do over. I wanna do a better job next year. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's like okay. I definitely could do better on the swim. That's that's gonna be for sure, but you know, just everything. I mean I've what? been doing it for a few months but it, I mean I have a running background, I have a biking background, but I haven't tried putting it all together and I'm certainly not in the shape I've been in in previous years. I'm in my forties now, so uh, I was first in my age group. Cause oh, you were? Oh, that's I was the first of one in my age group. So you're a gold medalist in the Xterra race. I didn't get a medal. You know, my inner five-year-old wanted a medal, but the grown woman in me didn't want a pretty medal, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're wow, just going to have good. to get more women to do it next year, so I have some competition. Congratulations on being um, Thank a, you very much. a newly minted triathlete. Thank you very much. And um, we'll uh, we'll we'll sign off the air now, okay? Okay, thanks. All right, thanks, Amelia. Bye bye. All right, bye. All right, here's my post-race interview with Melanie McQuaid. I guess I should have warned you about that one corner, huh? Oh my God! You managed to crash on the only technical thing on the whole course. I I can spot that. But you know what? A lot of people said it should have had a a go slow sign or something, a warning. Because. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, you know, I'd have to, um, I'd have to go back to that course, but I just, I did not see it. Co- I was just like, all of a sudden, I'm going down. I'm like, oh, okay, I can do this, and then just, you know, I was, just, I thought I was going to die. It's like, oh my god, you know, this is not good. And um, <laughs> someone wrote me and said they broke their um, collarbone on that um, same place uh, during their ride on Saturday as well. Really? Yeah, because uh, Chan McRae broke his collarbone there on Sunday. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. So I, I, I wanted to thank you're, you. You're, you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, how tough was that? I'm, I'm taping right now. Is that is that okay with you? Okay with you? Yeah, as long as it's okay if I'm like eating some salad. That's okay. <laughs> I'll stop eating my salad. Well, that's okay. Um, tell me, um, tell me, um, how how tough was that Temecula course? Was it was it medium? Was it really hard? Well, the bike course is is about as tech. As how fast you go, right? right. Like you could, 
that 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 one corner that you crashed on, it's true. You come into it blind, mm-hmm. and it's you have to take a very hard left hand turn. There's a rock there that you can sail off of into a rut of death, which apparently you fell into. So right. that I should have probably warned you about because actually Tom Evans, who another Canadian Ironman guy, he was asking about the course on Sunday morning because he didn't bother to pre-ride it. I was like, oh, yeah, it's all fine except for this one corner that you can't see coming. So on your first lap, be aware when you're snaking your way along the ridge, there is a left-hander that's really kind of terrible, so make sure that you know to stay very far left. And that's what I forgot to tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, actually, it was pretty funny because... We were wondering where you were at the end of the race, but um, the the hardest part was like I mean it actually after that is not that technical course, right? It's just that one corner that you managed to find. And in fact, I pre-rode the course with uh, this guy named Tyler, who's a really good rider, and he totally wiped out, like flew off that corner too, because he didn't know about it. And like I said, Chan McRae wiped out. He uh, broke his collarbone on that corner. So there is one particular corner that I should have <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> before you went and wrote it so um oh my god yeah. and, and tell me you, now, is fine. now you told me you're going to win this thing and you 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 play second what happened i had a shitty day i don't know like i do know actually like i i've been doing a lot of altitude training with a lot of volume like still trying to you know get faster and i guess last week i did too much and i didn't recover mm. this is terrible I rode really poorly, and then I ran even worse. And right. my swim wasn't even, like, for how well I got out of the water, like, I expected a lot more from my swimming. So, so you know, just in general, I expected a lot more from myself and had half the Europeans that I expected to be there. Had they been there, I probably would have done even worse. So I'm lucky I was second. <laughs> it was now, awful. Now, what, now what, let, so your lesson you learned is uh, to uh, lay off training a little bit earlier than, than um, you did for this race? Yeah, rest more. Rest right. more, but the other thing too is I just tried to do too much while I was altitude training, so I, I just buried myself. And so where, where, was, did you, where did you do altitude training at? I was using an altitude tent. Oh, really? So that's yeah. So that's the um, that's the trade-off. You know, you want to get the benefits of training with altitude, but you kind of can't do as much. So I was trying to do everything I was planning, and then also add the altitude, and it killed me. Oh so, my gosh! Yeah, it's a little bit much. Um, too much in general. It's all fine. I mean, once I recover from this, um, I'll be pretty fast. It just it sucks for, you know, Temecula 2006. <laughs> <laughs> that snapshot in time. I'm uh, I'm feeling a bit burnt. I'm pissed. So. Well, you got oh, well. second. That's not that's not bad. I mean. Yeah, you know what? I sound like a big fat baby coming second, but I really, you know, I I had a, a like I feel like I had really really high hopes for. Um, this season, like I've improved a lot, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, none of it showed on the weekend, and that's frustrating. So that's the worst of it. You know, I don't, I don't evaluate races based on my results. I evaluate races based on my performance. And sure. If you look at the splits. It wasn't much of a performance. So. And you are how old are you, Melanie? Thirty-three now. Damn, I got. 30, oh yeah, happy that. birthday! That was your birthday, Thank right? You. Thank and, you. And, yeah, it was my birthday last week. And how how long do you think you could keep going faster? Well, I don't know. I mean, every year I'm improved. That's that's sort of what makes me decide whether or not I'm going to do another year. Is if I think that there's room for improvement, or whether I think I have the motivation in me to to look for that improvement. Right. So, 
season where I don't improve, then I will um, stop racing. Right, right. But, um, so you're so far, it's like you're, getting better. You're faster this year than last year. Yes, definitely. No, no question. Ah, that's good. Now, yeah. how how do you um, when you're going up those really steep? This is going to be a lame question, but when you're going up those really steep um, hills, is, is the best way to train for that just to go up really steep hills? Um, on that course, because a lot of the steep hills were uh, they had poor traction. Uh huh. A lot of that is is shifting your weight. You okay. need to shift a lot of weight forward to keep your front wheel down because you have to ride a fairly small gear up those hills. Right, yeah. But you also have to keep enough back so that you have enough traction on the rear wheel. So a lot of that is actually just body English and being used to mountain biking to uh-huh. get up hills like that. Okay, so you're saying my, le- my legs are really strong. It's just uh, I-, I have yeah, a balance like, problem. Yeah, I mean, I think you're <laughs> super tough. You just need to learn how to weight transfer. That's all. <laughs> Wow, you really wrecked your helmet too, huh? Oh my god, my helmet has that the biggest just freaking dent in it. I, that's what scared me. You know, when I got home, I was like, I was pretty sure I had a concussion. Like it's all loopy and stuff, and and uh, yeah. and I and I got home and I and I couldn't remember, you know, because I I really just kind of like closed my eyes at some point. I'm just like, I'm gonna I'm gonna die, and uh, and and then I and I had to ride back, and I was like one of the last ones out there, so there was no one there to come, you know, buy him help me out. Um, How much of your handlebar did you break off? I broke off about um, maybe half of the right side of the handlebar. <laughs> oh I guess your uh, in-law or whoever lent it to you must be pretty pleased with you, huh? Yeah, he's, re- he's, he's really happy when I, when, I, um, <laughs> when I delivered the bike back to him and said sorry. Um, yeah, it was really good. And my wife was really happy that I came home and I had this... I mean, the bruise that's on my side, which I did this photo, but it's grown to... I mean, it just looks like... Um, I don't know. My kids love it. Um, yeah, big but, goose egg on there. Oh, my God. And Oh, then I... Yeah, the big goose egg on my, my uh, shin. Yeah. And, oh, my God, and it's all black and blue. And then this, this gigantic bruise on my back. Um, yeah. My well, wife is just like... Your spleen is bleeding out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my wife was just like, you know what, you are never doing this again. And I'm like, oh, you know, I just, you know, I just didn't see the. That, that's ridiculous. You have to do it again. Like cause I, that's nothing. You can't set that example for your kids. You have to give back. Kind of no, I, I, I'll, really. I'll. Well, don't tell her. But I, I will. Um, I will be back. And um, yeah. And uh, but I also was. I You know, I got to tell you when I was. And this may be because I like had a concussion. And was in shock. But as I was going. I finished in the last five miles or so of that of the course. There were some scary, just like downhill when you're not used to it um, portions in that. So I, I just I don't know. I have a lot of respect. Well, they're scary because you only had half a handlebar. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, if I was riding half a handlebar, I'd have issues with that too. <laughs> it's good to have all your handlebars there in front of you. <laughs> oh, it was such a surreal day. I just couldn't believe it. So, um, it's, and you know what? All of us have had the major yard sale wreck that you have. Right. You know, you, you, that's part of mountain biking. Like you, you're going to have a day like that. What I think is cool is you're going fast enough to have a wreck like that. I mean, that means that you have the stuff to be a good mountain biker. There you, you go. You've got to be going pretty fast to crash that hard. I was going really good. fast, and I and I, yeah. and, and I was going so fast. I just had no. What was nice about it was it wasn't like I barely missed the turn or something. I was just as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I'm fucked. You just you know, sailed right off. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah I'm and go- that's a very like for 
if anybody's listening to this, this is like the, the super blindest of blind corners. Like you have no idea what's coming on that corner because it just cuts left like 90 degrees. And I, like after after I found out that this is what happened to you, this is why you weren't racing on Sunday, I was like, shit, I knew I should have said something about that corner. Like I I didn't remember. In the, you know, I didn't remember. Um, well, you managed to tell your you, you managed to tell your pro friend that. I know, and you know what? I don't know why with him because we were getting over the details of the course. He's like, basically, I was like, oh yeah, maybe because I was thinking about him coming at that at really high speed or whatever. This is the other thing. Like when I pre-ride a course, I generally ride a little bit slower than I could because you know I don't know what's coming, so I make sure uh-huh. that you know I'm going at a speed where I can anticipate anything, but if you don't have a lot of experience with pre-riding mountain bike courses, then you probably wouldn't have thought to ride at a, you know, a, a little bit slower than possible speed. Okay, well, we'll, um, we'll keep in touch throughout the season, and, um, and thank you for stopping in on Get Your Geek On. <laughs> well, I'm, ver- I'm really glad that you're okay, <laughs> but uh, it's definitely not an option not to come back and try again. So. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll be there next year. Just, there don't, just don't tell my wife. All right, thanks. <laughs> okay. All right, enough about the Kahuna. Now it's time for Try Life Lesson with Iron Will. Take it away, Iron Will. Well, crashing is never fun, and having fallen on my face several times throughout the course of my life, I've learned that there's something to be said for living with a mouthful of dirt. Spitting mud is inevitably better than spitting blood, especially when falling in the first place is a result of my own carelessness. So I guess that putting up with the grains of sand crunching between my teeth for an eon up the road is just the price I have to pay for the mercy of the trade-off. Maybe that's the real meaning of grit your teeth and bear it. <laughs> Clever, in a kind of kick-in-the-head sort of way, but okay, so just get back on the bike. I will get where I'm going eventually, and at least it looks like I'm on the right path now. 15, 25, 56, 112, the miles don't go on forever. I just have to slow down a little bit and watch for what's up ahead. Low branches go for the throat, and hitting them at a fast pace is usually a race ender, to say the least. In the meantime, relax, I'll tell myself. Covering this kind of ground is always a pain in the ass. All right, thank you, Will. I had a feeling that Tri Life lesson was directed uh, towards me, so I appreciate it, and uh, it was awesome as always. I also want to thank. Um, the listeners out there for indulging me in this special uh, podcast. I, I, it feels a little narcissistic. It probably is. And I um, feel a little self-conscious about that. But uh, I, I don't know. I felt like I had to, to uh, chat about things. And I appreciate you hanging in there with me. All right. Um, this is the Kahuna wrapping up uh, Get Your Geek Gone, Episode 19. And 
we'll be back next week with a regular show with uh, Iron Will and the Kahuna. Uh, for now, aloha and mahalo. And now for the business portion of our show, Get Your Geek On is sponsored by NEPSA. For all your web hosting, domain, and design needs, NEPSA, run by friendly, super friendly triathletes, is your solution. Visit nespa.com or call 877-99-NEPSA. For comments, suggestions, or sponsorship inquiries, you can visit Iron Will's website at www.ththethwall.com or trygeekdreams.com. If you're interested in helping sponsor Get Your Geek On, you can hit the PayPal buttons at either of those two websites and, and give us a uh, donation to help keep us out of the red or, or dig us a little bit out of the red. And also, um, you can contribute to our Tri Life Scholarship. And if you want to contribute to the Tri Scholarship for newbie triathletes and spread the uh, triathlon karma around and want to get something in return, you can go to www.getyourgeekon.spreadshirt.com and buy a t-shirt or um, some other uh, wonderful apparel. Or you can go to eBay and bid on the Tregi Kahuna's Temecula shirt. Uh, and just uh, search under Kahuna and Temecula and you'll get it. Get Your Geek On with Iron Will and Tregi Kahuna. It's a production of Iron Geek New Media.